Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi there, I'm Stephen Levtag, Adweek's Europe Bureau Chief, and for this special episode of Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, I want to explore a piece of work released during the pandemic initially uh, that I think is going to have a lasting legacy. It's a piece of work from Burger King, uh, well, now two pieces of work, and it's the Confusing Times campaign, which in my view has offered a brilliant overview of how the world, society and culture has evolved and is evolving at a great speed in recent years, leaving many of us trying to keep up. And this was created for uh, Burger King as it was trying to raise awareness of its plant-based menu and uh, how that was rolling out globally. Last year in Cannes, it won four lions, a gold, two silver and a bronze, showing that the industry has received, has received it very positively. But then it's also winning again this year in Cannes, where we uh, are currently sat. Uh, it's Wednesday morning here, early, so you're probably going to hear some hoarse voices as we talk. But I will introduce the gentleman behind or involved in making sure that this campaign has been released and is proving a massive success. I'm joined by I'm joined by Ivo Zakovsky, head of global brand marketing at Burger King. Poncho Kisis, Global CCO and Partner at David, and Andre Toledo, Chief Creative Officer for David New York. So as I said in my introduction, it's a campaign for the time, it's a campaign for now, and I'd love to hear, first of all, what was the brief? What was the challenge that you guys were set? And just why, why this campaign come together? So, I think that Burger King in general has been putting a lot of effort on plant-based products. And I think we're global leaders in the category for all the QSRs. We were the first one to launch big time um, plant-based products. So things that taste like meat, but is actually based out of plants. And the first campaign that was done around a year and a half ago was just awesome. And we've kind of put a, a big emphasis on, on working on plant-based products around the world. And, well, these gentlemen are so proactive that they always come with absolutely amazing stuff. So we continuously work on the plant-based um, um, well, strategy. And then it is work that is just coming out of these, these brilliant minds. Mm. Why now has Burger King gone down the plant-based route? Why was that something you, had, you you've introduced? Well, we saw a big shift in general how people are eating. 
Uh, I think it's a cliche to talk about you know big shifts in general, but this was something that we saw a few years ago. Um, more people are moving towards a flexitarian um, flexitarian style of of eating, and that means that there we need to offer the products that people actually want, the products that they eat in in their everyday life, and that the technology has changed so much. So the, the things that were just three four years ago, they tasted let's say less good than they do today mm -hmm. and now well they're confusingly good so that's that's really how how it how it moved so set that brief how do you rise to that challenge no we 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 went all in with the with the burger king way of thinking right when you think about burger king there's always a, a take uh, that it's a bit of self-deprecation and when we said instead of talking about how good it is because everyone is saying how good it is mm -hmm. ours is so good but we needed a different take and the different take came through the lens of shit this is confusing it tastes like meat it looks like meat and it doesn't have meat right so in that when we got to that thought uh, we were like, oh, maybe there's something interesting here, right? And 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 the team started writing uh, amazing copywriters, David Kruger, said blah blah, and 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 they started realizing that the world was confusing, right? We were coming out of or in the mid, we were coming out different places out of COVID, and there was a lot of insights, and um, but but talking to Evo and the Burger King team we thought that we have something bigger kind of a platform because in a way even without covid the world is kind of confusing right you have a lot of insights and 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 stuff to play with and this year like the second part felt like supernatural because we were launching chicken which is even more confusing right uh, how how do they do chicken without chicken and, and and with only with plants and we said hey let's 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 give it a second take, right? Let's let's give it a second go. I mean, these things take so long uh, to create and pull together. Did you have a chance to actually taste the food and actually sit down and, and experience what you were going to promote? So was it all in place when you, when you started this? Yeah, it was a, a really long journey, I think, yeah. on those campaigns. On the first one, and actually on the second one. And I think it's really interesting because of the natural process that we did is we start first with the radio campaign. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that usually when you have a campaign, it's like, okay, let's do the film. And once you have the film, then you, you are like, okay, how we make this bigger, right? Like, let's do the print, let's do the radio. I don't know why, because it's a confusing campaign in any sense of, <laughs> of that word. You're still confused we by start it. <laughs> with the radio campaign. It's like, okay, let's start with the radio campaign. We wrote a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. And at some point, it's like, and that's something that I was telling to you. I think that if we do a campaign with the lines and with the insights that we kill, I think that campaign will still be really good mm -hmm. because we wrote a lot. We wrote a lot, and, and and actually something that we were doing this year because last year it was like, okay, it's confusing times. Uh, let let's do a mix of everything, and this year we said, okay, let's because we got that brief of plant-based chicken nuggets that is really confusing because it's right now for me and I think that for all of us plant-based meat is kind of normal right but at that point chicken that tastes like meat and that tastes that tastes like chicken but it's actually made of plants so we said maybe we can do different thing here and we can have different executions so we have one execution that is about environment we have another execution that is about relationships 
So we gave that small twist to the radio campaign. And when we got them, we were like, okay, now we have many things here to play around. Mm -hmm. And then we said, but let's, we want to have something new because the previous campaign was just a film and a radio campaign. Now we had a radio and a film. And we said, but maybe there's a way that we can have a print campaign as well. And we were like thinking a lot like how we can do it. But it's like just people with our products that they look confused. It's as simple as that. And then some headlines, some questions that is like in their minds. And we got there and we saw them and it's like, oh, this is great. Oh, and, and like Andre was saying, we had so much material to play with that you can even have different executions, right? And for us at Burger King, I don't know how many, but we do like three, four outdoor campaigns a month of the different products. So we knew that that could be interesting to go and print and not just go with the usual product shot, but let's let's give people some entertaining, right? And I, and I think that it's been so successful in the streets uh, and in the different markets because we wanted a laugh. Right? We're missing humor everywhere. Mm -hmm. And a brand that just laughs about life and its own product, yeah. I think people really appreciate it. I think that, that was one of the things that in the first campaign, because when we created the first one, we were in the middle of the pandemic, working from home, and you know, like all the campaigns, they were more emotional, they were more human, and we were like, are we going to launch this campaign now? <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, where all the brands, they are more, uh, emotional and this is just you know laughing of the kind of time that we are doing in a really smart way and people love it mm. we're kind of afraid and confused but people love it you see the, the, the what YouTube comments like this is the best ad I saw I really needed to laugh this week so that was great I mean how did you feel about that did you have to pause to think what is the tone that we're gonna go with or were you confident this was correct so in terms of craft, it's it's fantastic. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And I love this kind of sense of humor. So I, I laugh a lot, which is, uh, I guess, uh, one of the reasons why we work great together with with these gentlemen here. Uh, but of course, I mean, we, we tried to put a little bit more strategy behind what we what we wanted to achieve uh, in, in the sense of what the, the, the insights are behind why people consume plant-based products. And, and then we needed to adjust a little bit but I for me that the, the, the even more confusing times is actually a, a step better than the than the first and because we put you know well the craft is equally amazing but then we put a little bit more strategy behind it and we, we think it's absolutely fantastic it was difficult to navigate because also when you think about the pandemic and the period that we've had now things change all the time so, you know, something might be okay and we had things that we needed to remove because we felt like maybe that's offensive now mm. or maybe that's just too much. We, we kind of are okay with pushing, as you might know that BK likes that, but some of the things felt like could be considered as tone deaf. Also, then things started happening. So. So this was uh, it was a great evolution, and it happens with uh, with humor, right? I, 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 I like to say that the two copywriters uh, that are that did this are, are really they're comedians, they're really good, and comedy has these limits, right? You you watch Ricky Gervais or you watch you know uh, other great comedians, they are always in the fine line. Maybe Ricky Gervais, no, he goes all the way. Uh, 
So, so yeah, what he was saying is interesting because we were laughing and then we were testing the jokes. Mm. And then some of them, yeah, felt like maybe too much, but we were like, but there was so much material to play with that, that yeah. So how did you actually decide what would make the cut then? Because I think there is an edge to it, but I think it does walk it perfectly. So how did you decide, right, that's too far? I think it's a it's a it's a, like a group effort, right? We, uh, we the guys write them down, then we read them. I think that when you read a joke and you laugh, that's a really good joke. Yeah. Because then you need to put the VO, you need to put like other elements. Exactly. But if reading it, it's good. I think that that part was what was not that complicated, you know, because you have the script and you read the script, and if you laugh with that line, is that the line is good? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Then of course we can craft it, and if we say like, oh, we're maybe it's too much, if we can change this word, this word, then it will be better. But it is, you know, like that. You read it, I laugh with this one, I laugh with this one, I laugh with this one. So what, what, what are they saying is that it's just a complicated client that makes it difficult to get the best ones. For us was easy. Is that what you're saying? Complicated yes. client. <laughs> no, but it's good. And you know what? We just, with all the materials, it's like a little puzzle. So you try to put them in an order where you have a surprise in the beginning, then you kind of realize where it's going, then you have a pause, because we always try to put a pause so you can hear the, it's confusing, and then you let it go and go crazy. So more or less like that, you pick it, right? But for example, the line, which for me is my favorite in this second one, is she has three days to find out. Mm-hmm. We were, we were, and that's one of the things that we tried a lot, where to put it. Uh, and indeed, some of us said, no, in the middle, so then it goes, and then we decided to put it in the end because it's so brilliant and it's the only it's it's the one that you have to build in your head because you hear three days to find out they say yeah because if you don't drink water in three days you die and that is like the perfect pause to then go to the product and it's kind of yeah it was it was easy because of the material but it was like that little puzzle right well that's like telling a joke you've got to think of what what's the punchline what does that mean yeah. it's, it's so smart and, and actually especially on the film like we actually shot like three or more situations but they didn't make it to the end because somehow and that's something that happened you know like in the script it's really funny but then when you shoot it it's like i don't know why but it it, it doesn't make me laugh hmm. when i listen to the radio i love that line but here is that I don't know. Let's try a different edit, but in the end, we kill like four situations. Mm-hmm. And you know? it happened twice because last year too. This year, the ad is beautiful. Was shot by Biceps, which is uh, a couple of young directors, really good. But last year was also Juan Cabral, which was one of our heroes. Uh, he's a genius, and we also left like four situations out because it didn't work. But it was. It was so amazing the, 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 the amount of situations and the rhythm that we just said, okay, let's go, fine, cut it. So when deciding to do the follow-up earlier this summer, did you just revisit, I mean, you could easily have just revisited some of the ideas you had before. How, how did you make sure that this was going to be as good and potentially better than the first one? Which is like all sequels, I guess. Yeah, and most of the sequels are bad, right? But we had Terminator in our heads, we had The Godfather in our heads, and we said, okay, the second part can be good, right? No, we revisited. Actually, we went through the scripts, because it's the same team, and, and we said, okay, what do we have? Well, that something works. But I don't know if we really... We, we, we never we, used, because, we didn't because re- risk last anything. year, it was a bit more into the pandemic, yes. because we were in the middle of the pandemic, and this year we were like, I think that there is no need to talk about the pandemic. I think that 
the world is still confusing if we don't talk about the pandemic. Yeah. And as Ivo said, we wanted also to bring more a bit of strategy behind the execution, behind the story, behind how we connect. We knew that for instance, environment, it's a big issue for people that really like plant-based yeah. meat. So we, like, we need to have some insights around environment. That's why we have the one about the water. That's why we have about the should I have a kid or not because experts say this. So, so it was and a big disruption. Black Friday, but an eco-friendly product. We're like what? That one connects with our target, you know. So we work a lot on the strategy as well. You know, it was not on the pandemic. So we saw all the lines, but in the end, I think that we never. We yeah, we had one. Well. I remember one that was good, and we shot it last time with Juan Cabral, and we tried to recycle now, but it didn't fit. It was around calling, calling your old man old. Mm. Is it? <laughs> you know, and the whole joke was around, you know, calling people old, but he's your old man, whatever, it's, it's, it's so, yeah, but we, but we didn't recycle, I think that we are, and we're both copywriters, and, and Evo is a client, but he has a copywriter, so, so. Uh, and <laughs> we're huge fans of, you know, icons in our industry, like uh, Real Men of Genius, or even, you know, the most interesting man in the world, yeah. which are campaigns that got better through time, right? And I think that we all as an industry admire the fact that, you know, making it better than last year is fucking hard. And they did it a couple of years. I think that even uh, Real Men of Genius was even, you know, bigger because it won a couple of Grand Prix, you know, with the same structure, the same joke, but the writing was so beautiful and so yeah. funny that they made it. So I think, as you were saying, from a business perspective, Plant-based is the it's the future of this category, not only the company, right? So and and from what we know they're gonna even more confusing products are coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, so and the world is confusing, I think. And and, and still we go back to semi-normal, it's gonna take some time. So we and people love the, the platform, so we like the challenge of let's try to do this even mm -hmm. more funnier every day as long as he will does even more confusing products uh, and we will try to do it. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, uh, Evo, from, I mean, it's a great campaign, but can you talk a bit about, I mean, what was, what was the success that you saw that made you want to have a second version of this? What? What did you see from the launch of uh, the plant-based products that has kept us going? So, so plant-based product is something that we believe in big time. I mean, we went much earlier than the other guys. Well, the other guy, maybe. Uh, 
and and we, we we are committed to doing that but we're committed to doing that only if guests want I mean we can't we can't sell even if these geniuses here can do the best advertising in the world if the product isn't good or there's no consumer demand there's no no magic that can overcome lack of consumer demand uh, but we we know that this is something that we want to do now and in the future at least as it as the world looks like today uh, so we needed fantastic materials fantastic things that that markets can activate and that they know that this is something that is really BK that will work for us and that's how it came about and then like the stuff that we we tried to adjust was a little bit on you know getting deeper into the insights of what people really think is you know not only confusing but also confusing related to topics that can be related to to the things that you eat you know the plant-based products versus other things for me that the, the the best line by far is this um, you know uh, the, the least um, getting kids is the uh, for the for your offspring you know getting uh, getting kids is the the least environmentally friendly thing that you can do for me that's just perfect because that puts such a it's such a mind fuck of of a of a sentence and yet it's so true you know, you want uh, you want better for your kids, but having kids is the worst <laughs> thing that you can do for the planet. So that's kind of how we we connected, and then you know, working on it because I mean, of course, there's so much materials, but working on getting exactly those strategic things right is is so hard. No, and and doing a I'm going to a creative part now, but it, the last two years have been crazy because I you kind of feel like we've lost like proper copywriting, right? In advertising in the last couple of years, plus humor. So it's been so hard, like, and honestly, there was a moment with Andre that we looked at ourselves and said, ah, we should have done, you know, like an image and a, and a printer, like a small line, fuck it, all, all Brazilian design. But then we keep crafting and, and crafting copy is hard. So, so huge thank you and congratulations to the team because it, it was long, long, long process. Uh, I, I, I love the writing, I adore it. Uh, you know, can you talk about the metrics though that you've put towards this? What have you seen in terms of uh, from, from the brand side? So in, in terms of plant-based, we're doing well. And uh, this is something as Pancho mentioned before, we're bringing new products all the time. So we need to have new platforms also to keep it alive, but then we put things together. So overall, we're doing well with plant-based. And this is something that we see across, across the planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and one thing that is that is like a big sign of of acceptance and how it was working is that the fact that the first campaign was launched in a few markets mm -hmm. and the second one was like, okay, I want that, I want that, I want that. Not only because many markets were launching chicken, but because they saw how it worked, right? And and, and, and Evo in that sense is a great, great partner uh, because he... He sells the work really well. It, all, it usually happens with, with global brands that you do something in a market, people see how successful it was, and then everyone wants to jump in. So this year two has been bigger, and hopefully year three, uh, when we have you know more, the, the, more the even trilogy. more markets. Confusing the trilogy. Confusing trilogy. No, because we have even more markets, right? Because the, the numbers are, are, are really well. We just prepared the FEKs last week, and, and it was good. I need to ask. I mean, uh, the agency and uh, the brand, uh, the brand. You guys have had a, a really long relationship. Now, what what is it that 
I mean, Burger King is such an ideas machine as well when it comes to its marketing. What is a Burger King campaign, though? Can you actually say that's the that's a Burger King idea and that would be perfect for a campaign? There's just so many ideas that come out. So, I mean, as a client, I think that the, the biggest issue with brands is lack of bravery, lack of actually doing things. It's not like creative agencies. I'm not, I'm, of course, I'm not saying that everyone is like, like these gentlemen here, super brilliant, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a lack of ideas usually that tends to be the biggest issue. It's a lack of belief that creativity does something for your brand, for your business, for growing things further. So it's like a, it's a constant discussion. We WhatsApp so many times uh, a week or a day that, you know, it's always new things that we want to do. And when, when th there's something really good, these guys call me, Ivo, we need to talk. And then five minutes later, we're on a call. And then five minutes later, we've kind of approved the campaign because there's something cool. This is kind of how we do. And then we try to figure out how all of the legal stuff and all of that, which is usually a pain uh, in any company. Uh, but that's kind of the, the, the belief that we need to do great stuff and we need to do more great stuff all the time. It's not like we should do fewer things. We should do better and more. That's really what we want to do. Yeah, I, I think that... that Something that you was said, and I think that you and Burke team, they're really good at that, is it's in the trust, you know, in trust in your team, in the idea. And to talking about another example that I think is a great example of, of this thing, we did a, a print and outer campaign, it's called Meet, uh, for plant this product as well, and playing around the confusion as well. That actually, the, the idea that we had was like, I think that maybe there is a way to take pictures of the vegetables in a really close way that it can't look like meat. And the headline was like, sorry for the confusion, meat lovers, right? But I was not sure if that's possible, you know, like the team shared with me this idea, but I, I was not sure. So I told you, I have this idea that I love it and, uh, and we are super happy because it's doing really well in Cannes this week. But the only way to know if it's going to work is to go and produce it. I don't know if it's going to work. I feel that it's going to work. I saw some, you know, some first mock -up. I think you told me it's going to work, but I don't know the story is... But this story is better. <laughs> we need some little dollars. Yeah. So I said, like, I think it's going to work, but, but let's, let's give it a try. And Ewan Bergen team said, okay, let's go. Let's produce it. Let's make it happen. And once we went into production, it was like, it worked, you know? And, and that's a great ending, but the other possible alternative ending was like, sorry, it, it didn't work. You really think that it's a vegetable, you know? So does that belief and that trust in the team and in the ideas, and, okay, let's do it. I trust you, let's go for it. And if it works, we are on the same boat. And if it doesn't work, we are still on the same boat. No, you know, not having fear of screwing up from time to time, right? Because I think Barry can also, people already see what we do and what goes out and what stays in the drawer and, and even some failures are there, but, but we try and try and try. We were talking yesterday about that, how, how this trust, this intimacy, this relationship for years and years. Um, it's not about us because we just met three years ago, but the whole company is in a way, the guys who were before us, the guys who will be after us, they have you know been raised in this trust relationship where it's okay to fail and if you fail just go faster for the next one 
and and I think that in that sense is where it comes it turns into a machine of putting great work out mm -hmm. because also uh, and that's something we shared we always tell to the teams and we tell the talent one of the things we can promise you is that at David we give our lives to make shit happen because the difference between I think a good agency and a not so good agency is not the ideas everyone have a, has ideas it's just that we try to make them happen right we don't give up so also a big shout out to Eros lawyers because you know they approve <laughs> Stephen H would have died in I think 99% of the agencies because no one would have gone through the painful process of three months with lawyers trying to figure out how to do it without saying any name, any team, uh, any video game name or whatever, and then the same Molly Whopper. Molly Whopper would have died in 99.9% of the agencies, not even the client, the agency side, because someone would have said, fuck, it's impossible. No one would do it. No one would have pushed the amount of, of trials we did to, to get the proper molded whopper just to make it look beautiful so it happens over and over again and these guys are incredibly good at pushing us to to make stuff happen but we do it together so yeah. I mean we we've sat in meetings together with the lawyers to ensure that we can get things through I mean just because also uh, but if we can't do that maybe we can do that if you can't do that maybe you can do that it, it looks it might look from far that it's easy and the amount of great work that comes out of BK. But you need to remember, there are so many things that we also do not do or are not able to do. So it's like, we have an organization, we still have our organizational challenges as any organization has, but then we fight for the ideas like crazy. Because of course, like Moldy Whopper is a great example. It's not like it's not controversial. There were a few people inside of the organization that had a mission to ensure that that doesn't go out. So of course this is this is the trust that that we need to have between a, between agency partners and us and of course the lawyers and and other people that are there to support and make things happen. Creative lawyers, they even go into the credits. <laughs> so on that note, when we're celebrating lawyers, and I want to make sure you you name check them when you're um, giving more award speeches this week. Thank you to Ewa, Andreas and Poncho for coming to talk about a fantastic campaign that I'm sure is going to do very well again here in Cannes. And thank you to you for listening to this special episode of That's Probably an Ad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino and edited by Lane McGibney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcast. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.